Welcome to Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. I am so grateful you joined me today. I want to talk to you about my hero, Corey Ten Boom. And please forgive me because I cannot tell a Corey Ten Boom story without crying. And I worked on it. I've asked the Lord to help me, but I know if I talk about Corey Ten Boom, I will start crying. Corey and Betsy Ten Boom were courageous, compassionate Dutch Christians who helped harbor Jews from the Nazis in Holland during World War II. After the middle-aged spinster sisters were arrested for doing this, they were taken by cattle car on a train along with thousands of other prisoners of war and were imprisoned at Ravensbrück, a horrible German concentration camp. When they arrived at the camp, they were told to strip off their clothing, walk through scalding showers, dusted then with insecticide, and given a prison uniform to wear along with a worn-out and filthy blanket. Now, Corey had managed to smuggle in a New Testament, a very small New Testament, and she had it tied around her neck in a small pouch. And she whispered to Betsy, What are we going to do about the Bible? We cannot live without it. And Betsy prayed, Dear Jesus, here on earth you made blind eyes see. Will you now make seeing eyes blind so that Corey may pass by the guards with your precious word? And the Lord did just that. And Corey was able to smuggle that Bible safely into the barracks. In their barracks, which were built for probably 300 people, they had crammed in over a thousand. Um... In their barracks, they were shown to a series of massive square platforms, and these were stacked three levels high and placed so close together that people had to walk single file to pass between them. Rancid straw was scattered over the platforms, which served as communal beds for hundreds of women. Corey and Betsy found they could not sit upright on their platform without hitting their heads on the deck above them. They lay back, struggling against nausea that swept over them from the smell of the reeking straw. Suddenly, Corey started up. She struck her head on the cross lance above her head, banging her head, because something had bitten her leg. It was fleas. Fleas, she cried. Betsy, the place is swarming with fleas. Descending from the platform and edging down a narrow aisle, they made their way to just a patch of light. Here, there's another and another. Corey was wailing. Betsy, how can we live in such a place? And Betsy, very matter-of-factly, said, Show us, Lord. Show us how we can live in this place. Corey, Betsy was so excited. He gives us the answer in the Bible. Before we ask, as he always does, in the Bible this morning where we were reading, read that part again. Corey checked to make sure that no guards were nearby. Then she drew from the pouch where she had hidden her small Bible. That day's Bible reading for them was 1 Thessalonians 5, 14 through 18. Comfort the frightened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. See that no one repays evil for evil. But always seek to do good. Rejoice always. Pray constantly. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. 
That's it, Betsy interrupted. That's his answer. Give thanks in all circumstances. And that's what we can do, Corey. We can start right now to thank God for every single thing about these barracks. And Corey stared at her sister in unbelief. She looked around at the dark, foul-smelling, overcrowded barracks. Uh, for example, Corey asked. Well, we were assigned here together, Betsy smiled. Corey bit her lip. Uh, okay, yes, Lord, thank you for that. And what about that thing you're holding in your hands? And Betsy pointed to the Bible. Corey looked down at the Bible. Yes, thank you, dear Lord, that there was no inspection, that I was able to enter here with this Bible. And thank you for all the women here in this room who will meet you, Lord Jesus, through the pages of this Bible. Yes, agreed Betsy. Thank you for the very crowding here. Since we're packed so close, that many more people will hear of Jesus. Betsy was getting very excited. And she started prodding Corey. Corey, give thanks. So Corey says, oh, all right. Thank you, Lord God, for the jammed, crammed, stuffed, packed, suffocating crowds. Many women had given their lives to Jesus in those crowded barracks, not realizing that they were scheduled to be executed the very next day. Thank you, Betsy continued on serenely, for the fleas. Well, that was just too much for Corey. She cut Betsy off. Betsy, there's no way even God can make me grateful for the fleas. Betsy, quoting the Bible, give thanks in all things, in all circumstances. <sighs> Corey says it doesn't say in unpleasant circumstances. Betsy reminded her, fleas are part of this place, and this is where God has put us. He doesn't tell us we can only thank him for pleasant things, but in all circumstances. So they stood holding hands between the stacks of bunks and gave thanks for the fleas, though on that occasion Corey thought Betsy had lost her mind and was completely mistaken. As the weeks passed, Betsy's health weakened to the point that rather than needing to go out and do hard work and hard duty each day, she was told to stay in the barracks and knit socks, which were then sent to the German soldiers on the front lines. There were several seriously ill prisoners that were told to knit socks. She was a very good knitter and quick at it, so she got her daily sock quota done by noon and then she was able to lie in bed and read the Bible. She read the Bible to fellow prisoners, many of whom died from diseases, soon after they had accepted Jesus as their Savior. She was able to do all of this undetected by the guards, because they never seemed to venture in to check on what was happening. One evening, when Corey arrived back at the barracks after being outside doing hard labor, Betsy could hardly contain herself. Corey looked at her, you know, you look extraordinarily pleased with yourself, Betsy. Betsy says, You know, we've never understood why the guards gave us so much freedom and how they never come into this big room. Well, today I found out, she told Corey. This afternoon, there was confusion in my knitting group about sock sizes. So we asked the supervisor to come in and settle it, but she wouldn't. She wouldn't step through the door. And Corey, neither would the guards. And you know why? Betsy could not keep the triumph out of her voice. She was so excited. Because of the fleas. 
The guards won't enter here, and they say that the place is crawling with fleas. And that, Corey, is why we have so much freedom here to talk of Jesus and hold the Bible studies. Corey's mind raced back to their first hours in the barracks. She remembered Betsy bowing her head and thanking God for the fleas and Corey hating every single one of them. God used those horrible biting pests to preserve the freedom of preaching God's word and Jesus Christ to those who were standing on the threshold of eternity. Give thanks to God in all things, for this is his will for you. That's our Redeemer God. Whatever you are facing today, I hope you will rejoice always and give thanks to God for every circumstance, pleasant and unpleasant. Not that the horrible things are God's will, but that he is able to turn those things and use them for our good and for his glory. Thank you so much for joining me today on Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow. I'm going to do podcasts Monday through Thursday every day, and then I will do Vlog Friday on my YouTube channel. I'll put a link to that YouTube channel in today's description. Remember to give thanks. Remember that truth matters. And thank you so much for joining me today. Blessings.